Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. There's a new poll online on first date deal breakers. And it asks if any of them are bad enough to immediately eliminate the chance of a second date. It, uh, it calls them first date icks. Okay. And these are uh, some of the worst ones. People said it's the last date if the other person chews with their mouth open. All right. Uh, it's a deal breaker, and it's a no-no if you order for the other person without their permission. So oh, wow. You're out having dinner, and you just say, the lady will have the salmon. Yes. Yeah, it's a bold play. Mm-hmm. Like Especially even, on a first date. Yes, for sure. I, I, I mean, without asking. Mm. Right? Like... I mean, I've taken friends to like a Chinese restaurant that I'm familiar with, and they might not be. Mm-hmm. They say, "Hey, do you, you know, I know a few dishes. I'll you, order for the table. Are you guys good with chicken, beef, whatever it may be?" Yeah. Uh, there will be no second date if your date keeps giggling every time you say something mildly funny. <laughs> now that's unfair because that's usually a nervous tick, right? Yes. You know, you're just a little anxious, and any kind of quiet at the table, you know, makes many people. Uh, awkward. Well, yeah, and giggling is one thing. If they're outright belly laughing. <laughs> See, I demand that everybody belly laughs at everything I right, say. Yes. Um, no second date if you mention a multi, uh, an ex multiple times. Yes, that's a, well, that's a red flag. Yeah. Somebody's not over somebody yet. Mm-hmm. And it's a no-no if they can't stop making sexual jokes or innuendo. Okay. Yeah, again, yeah, that not first date. Right. Well, this day and age, you never know. <laughs> you throw it out there once. If you keep going after it, right. though, <laughs> likely a bad sign. If you're on your first date and the person you're dating calls themselves a professional cuddler, this supposedly is the okay. sign that there will be no second date. And... This, again, a little strange, but I don't know that it would necessarily indicate you should never see this person again. But if your date refers to the waitress as my lady or the waiter as my lord. Oh, my goodness. Kind of like they watch too much Game of Thrones. Does yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it's happen? A, it's a, I guess it has. <laughs> maybe during, maybe especially during the height of Game of Thrones. Right. Maybe people were, you know, doing it in a joking manner. Yeah. Well, I guess there's more Downton Abbey, all sorts of other things that are period pieces mm. that they might speak something like that, but even still. I, this is totally a separate. light, my lord. Yeah, that's right. I think when we were, what is the life forgotten it now? It's been so long since we watched it. But when we were watching Downton Abbey, the way they referred to the the uh, the homeowner, the the what, like kind of like the Lord, right? Yeah. But there was a d- different name they referred to him as, and so Emma at the Ven Ranch, I would often say to Maria or the boys, "You must refer to me as whatever the hell that was." Now I've, I've totally blanked on it. And this is this is a, a little side note to all of this. Uh, it's got really nothing to do with it. But just when you say things that throw people off. So, for example, when I call a company for whatever reason, and they answer the phone and they say, um, Jones Insurance, how are you? And I say, I'm fine. How are you? There's a pause of like, why are you asking me how I am? Uh, yeah. It really throws people off. <laughs> do you care? <laughs> well, well, just Not like really. when you ask how are you and they come back with the full answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to order a pizza. You really just wanted, you know, we're being kind <laughs> yeah. at that point. Phony <laughs> is, is the word. 
Many of us not going to the dentist. Now, I don't know if uh, this has got to do with uh, COVID and maybe the concern about being, you know, still too close and, and uh, too personal uh, with them having their hands in their mouth and all that. But uh, or well, hands in just, your mouth, I would hope, not well, their I, mouth. I shove my hands in their mouth. Oh, I say, okay. Listen, <laughs> this goes both ways. <laughs> I find it very erotic. Um, it might also have to do with insurance because, of course, if you don't have benefits at work, then you got to go to pocket to go to the dentist. Right. But, uh, Close to one in four of us haven't seen a dentist in over five years. Wow. Uh, I remember coming out of, like, high school. No, I would have been done college because I guess I would have been off my parents' benefits when you turn 19 or 20 or whatever it is, 21. Well, that's gone up, though, now, hasn't it? Can't you stay on your parents' benefits for longer? Like, Or if maybe if you're still in school. Yeah, if you're still in school, I think you can pay. I think that was the deal. Um, So, yeah, there was a big stretch before I landed my first full-time job that had benefits that I, I probably didn't go to the dentist for years right you know in my early 20s anyhow um yeah like one in four of us haven't seen a dentist in over five years and for some it's closer to 10 now you're supposed to go twice a year it sounds like most people don't only a third of us have seen a dentist in the past six months i'm actually going today okay but my teeth and gums are so bad i have to go every six days instead of every six months <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I guess it, it's one of those things where some people, as you say, either don't want to pay out of pocket mm. for it or just look at it like, hey, technology's advanced. They'll fix my teeth later if something goes wrong. But you, you know, can't always do that. And, and it's, a, it's an interesting profession because they really have their customer care is so much better than it once was. Like I even remember in my lifetime, it was painful going right. to the dentist. It really hurt. Especially when you're a kid, you can't take anything. My dad, even more so. This is this is the truth. He got uh, dentures for his upper teeth when he was like in his late twenties or early thirties because they had rotted basically out of oh. his mouth because you know he was born in 1939 and going to the dentist wasn't big on the list of options I guess back then or maybe uh-huh. they just didn't have the benefits. Anyhow, he had such a traumatic uh, dealing with this dentist and I guess them taking out all his teeth. He has never been back to a dentist since. Oh, wow. Still upright. Now, you can't go near him for the halitosis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. It's surprisingly, his breath doesn't smell. Not that I've ever noticed. Anyhow, it's just weird. Yeah, and we've tried to tell him like over decades, Dad, it's changed. It's okay. Yeah. Like I think now if they went, if he went, the dentist would have to shut down a week's worth of <laughs> clear my schedule. <laughs> they see him coming, they put out the clothes sign. <laughs> they can't use floss, it's like barbed wire. Oh God. And I've asked dental hygienists. I've said, listen, I just want to apologize right now. Like, mm. I'll, out of the gate, I'll go, look, I don't know what's going on in there, but you're going to find some things. Right. And I, and I feel bad. Right. I, I, I know this is your job. It's your career. And then they'll always say, look, we've seen a lot worse. And, and, and I asked once, I said, did you, did you ever gag? Like, you ever dry heat? And she goes, oh, yeah, a couple of times. Oh. It's been pretty gross. <laughs> So I'm today, I'm going to try to get her to full-on vomit. <laughs> I think that's now your goal? Yeah, yeah. I want her to quit. After today, I want her to say... <laughs> you want to be that story. Yeah, Wait, yeah. how bad was it? Yeah. Well, you should have seen Ven's teeth. The darkest entry in her dental diary <laughs> will be me. Today is the first day in uh, over two years. Feels like more than that where we can actually walk this building 
Without a mask. Right. The pants-on rule's still in place, which I find frustrating. Thankfully. But, uh, boy, it feels so freeing. Just a little thing, like not having to constantly pat your pockets looking for your mask before you step out of the room. Well, radio being a federally regulated industry, wait a little longer. Yeah. So it's good. Feels good. Smiling at people. Co-workers. I find that part annoying. Yeah. Having to smile and acknowledge people. Yeah, that's kind of nice just being oblivious and walking up and down, marching, storming with my mask on. Well, you know the mask didn't make you invisible. No, People I People still saw you. I know, but <laughs> I, I didn't feel obligated to smile. That's more my department. I'm usually, I'm usually that angry guy who doesn't want to smile. <laughs> You're right. usually Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky, hello to the world. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, one step closer, and hopefully we never have to don the mask uh, ever again, and it should make everybody, when they go to the uh, hospital or your dentist or wherever, and they're wearing the mask, appreciate them a little more, because you know you hated wearing it for every second, and they got to wear it all day long and while they're working and surgeries mm-hmm. and stuff like that, so... I did notice uh, this morning, so as I was coming into work, there was uh, one of the residential streets I take was uh, closed for construction or they were taking down trees or doing something. So I had to detour through a couple of other residential streets. And it was about 4.45 in the morning, and all of a sudden I found myself in absolute gridlock as there was about uh, three cars ahead of me, a pickup truck at the front. And now, you know, in any residential street, it's 40 kilometers an hour, and it is 4.45 in the morning, so it's still dark out. And I'm at the back of the pack, and this truck is going a little slower than 40 uh, 40 kilometers an hour. It's probably doing like 35 to 38, somewhere in there. Well, that's too much for anybody to take. So the two cars that were in front of me pass him on a residential street. This is how little we have in the in the world of patience these days. Now, I'm no saint because, honestly, we had to weave up and down a couple of roads, make some rights, make some lefts. And as we got out of the residential area, there we, we came up to a set of lights, and I was just like, please go left. Please go left. Because <laughs> I was the last one behind him. And no, doesn't he go right? And so I was starting to feel my blood pressure rise just a little bit, but never to the point of passing on a residential street. I don't think I've ever pulled that stunt. No. Well, and we've talked about this in all areas of life that our patience level Mm. is down to zero. If you have to wait, you know, a few seconds Mm -hmm. for your Wi-Fi to kick in, (laughs) uh, there's a disaster happening. And most for for most of us, it's on the roads that we find that. For for me, it's mostly been the left turn advance signal. Mm. Like if you are not lined up for like that, like it's a drag race. You know, and right. uh, and not the Pride Month drag race I was talking about either. Like, you better be ready to go and prepared to hit the gas pedal mm-hmm. the second that, that that light goes green. And if you're not paying attention and on your phone, I'm on the horn right behind you. But I've got a new pet peeve I found now, and it's it's the gas station. The people who take so long to just figure out where they are for some reason when they pull up to a pump. Mm. And I think probably because of the price of gas, I'm going to the gas station more often, like not getting sure. it down to empty, right. knowing that it's going to cost you know six figures to fill your tank now, um, that I, I find I'm there a lot. And especially at Costco, if you're going there, because they've got the second card. you got to swipe your, your membership right. card first. And for some reason, people pull up to that pump like they've never pumped gas in a car before. Hmm. And it drives me insane. <laughs> like, like, my personal feeling when I'm going into a gas bar or a gas station is that 
this is like a Formula One pit stop. Like, it, it, if I, the faster I can get in and out of there, right. the better it is. And, and I don't know if it's just me being uber aware of people around me or that I just don't like to waste time pumping gas. Mm. But you'll find they get out. Well, first, they park their car. Uh, they got to find, fiddle around, find their wallet. I don't know what they're looking for. Sometimes they don't even turn their car off for a few seconds. And then they get out. Uh, oh, wait, they f- forgot to flip the gas cap button. They got to go back and do that. They'll stare at the machine like they've never seen it. And generally, <laughs> from station to station, if you're switching uh, allegiances, it's basically the same thing. It's a pump with a handle. You just choose which one you want, and off you go. Now, are you this upset with being behind somebody at a cash register if they're taking a long time or... I think so. Because it's I, kind of the same. And, and also, you get upset with yourself, I think, because you find you're always in the line behind the guy who's taking too long. You you go in, especially Costco, and you've got, like, say, eight lanes of right. options. And you go, okay, I'm going here. And then you see the lane beside you goes four cars in yeah. while you're still waiting for this Long. dude. You see the dude out to get out front. And, and the, the last time I went there, one, there was a car uh, next to me on the other side. Four people mm-hmm. got out of the car. <laughs> To pump gas. Maybe somebody farted in there. (laughs) But they were genuinely going through the instructions like they had never... Like, obviously, they drove there. They put gas in the car. Unless they drove it straight from the dealership. And this is the first time ever pumping gas. I don't get it. I don't understand why people have such an issue. Or why it should take the whole day to pump a tank of gas. I guess it's the same pain I feel when I'm parked behind somebody at a drive-thru in a restaurant who's ordering for eight people. Right. I don't know anybody like that. Do you, Lucky? No, I don't have eight people in my car. Well, you're buying for all your in-laws, aren't you, as well? (laughs) Don't your mom and dad get meals from the restaurant the same time you do? Adult cats. Adult cats only meow at humans, not other cats. Really? Kittens meow to their mother, but once they get a little older, they no longer meow to other cats. I guess they don't meow at other cats, but they screech at them when they fight. Speaking of fighting, I forgot to tell you, this is happening into last week, uh, Thursday or something. I'm in the kitchen. Uh, Daniel, my oldest, is downstairs. Maria was uh, upstairs, I think. We hear this massive crash into the pool. Like, it sounded like a tree had fallen over into the pool. Oh. It wasn't. It was two huge geese who were fighting a smaller bird, and they all piled into the pool. Wow. And the two big geese were just gnawing at the smaller bird, and he was trying to get away from them. So, of course, we had little Sully. He was in the backyard. We ran out there because we had a Sully's going to get picked up and <laughs> taken away. So we go out there. We're screaming, get out of the pool. We're screaming, and they all uh, flew away. But uh, so yesterday, I'm outside doing some stuff. This guy walks by and he goes, I got to tell you, you give me a great laugh. And I thought he was going to say he loves the show. (laughs) But what he said is he was walking his dog down the side of my fence when he saw the birds go nosediving into the pool. And then he heard the big splash. And then he he heard the ruckus of all three of us. He goes, he goes, those birds certainly learned some new words. It was crazy. <laughs> Does he mean flock? <laughs> it was insane. Like, those, those geese are huge to begin with. You right. know. Oh my gosh. Anyhow, that was a big. That was a big moment of the wow. Match. Hey, you should have. You could have got yourself a couple of jackets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and dinner. <laughs> no century can ever start on a Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. 
There's a long mathematical explanation for why, but basically because how the calendar repeats. New centuries have to start on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Wow. It's only happened twice, so. Right. <laughs> Next time it comes around, it's not available we'll on a see. Saturday. Um, the all-time high temperature in Antarctica, 65 degrees, which is what, about 12, uh, A little more than that. Is it 19 and 66? Something like that? Oh, okay. Happened in uh-huh. 2020. Uh, about 18 degrees, like, like today. This is the all-time high. This is it. Well, that wouldn't be bad. That'd be a balmy day in Antarctica. One day. <laughs> and right back to nothing. Gets a little warmer in uh, Qatar. And uh, they, this is interesting when it comes to their population, they have about 2.6 million people there. A quarter of them have a citizenship or do have Qatar citizenships. Yeah. The rest are all uh, expats and migrant laborers from Egypt and South Asia. Yeah, it's very difficult to become a citizen there. And and very expensive, I believe, as I well. I would think so, yeah. The Pentagon is 5.1 million square feet. It's a big place, but it was designed so that every point in the building is less than a 10-minute walk from any other point. Ooh. Hmm. Huh, yeah, I guess. Steve. Do you walk across it? Or do you, I guess you don't have to walk around it. You must be able to yeah, walk through the uh, the middle. It all crisscrosses, yeah. I guess, right? Stevie Wonder's first name isn't Stevie or even Steven. No, it's Steveland. Yes, Steveland Wonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I think everybody just refers to him as Stevie. Pretty much. Uh, what, did I, what did I hear? Someone was talking the other day uh, about, oh, it was an interview. It was talking with Mike Tyson. Okay. Um, and it was Bill Maher talking to Mike Tyson about why he, he flies jet blue. Yes. Right? And Tyson was like, well, you know, I, I've always done it. I like it. I, I like to have people around me. Although, you didn't like that one guy around him. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> it didn't work out so well. No. Um, and, uh, and it was Bill Maher who said, you know, that's, I guess it's like Stevie Wonder who always liked to stay at Holiday Inn. Mm. But it was because they all were the exact same. The layouts were the exact same so could feel everywhere around. he went. So he kind of got familiar with it. Yeah, them. that makes sense. George Washington died in 1799, and the first dinosaur fossil was found in 1824, which means Washington never knew dinosaurs existed. Right. Mm. Yeah, I, well, I guess so, right? No one even talked about them. Not like no. they were looking for them. It's once they found them, they discovered, oh, crap, there was something here before. That's right. The most common two-letter combinations you'll find in English are T-H, H-E, I-N, E-R, and A-N. Right. Yeah. The highest-grossing media franchise is Pokemon. Wow, yeah, my kids still play with those cards. Really, eh? Yeah, my kids does. were into them. Wow, it's, so it has legs. It's and it's school, in yeah, school friends and stuff, they play with them. So huh. they, they battle. I'm not sure how, but they yeah. battle. They, yeah. They battle my wallet. <laughs> Pokemon, uh, the movie, didn't do great, $1.5 billion. Compared to, it's good money, but compared to the retail sales of toys and cards, right. $100 billion spent. On and that's, that's number one? That's number one. And then Hello Kitty, then Mickey Mouse and Friends, and then Star Wars is fourth. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, Disney did pretty real well with that Mickey Mouse thing. Yeah, he's good. You ever and buy then, the mouse ears at, at Disney World? I can't believe that didn't make more than Pokemon alone. And Star Wars... It did all right. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Have, have you ever met? Imagine meeting someone who had never seen it. Like I, <laughs> I couldn't stand them. I was bo- like I, 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 I think, I think like, there are a few that that have never really sat eh? through any of them. Yeah, huh? You can find the same thing with Trek, I guess. Too it's probably people who've never watched a Star Trek. I don't know that I've if I've watched one episode. Like I remember as a kid, I didn't care for it. Right, I was too busy fawning over Farrah Fawcett and Charlie's <laughs> Angels. <laughs> 
It is pool season. And with that, someone decided to do a poll on peeing in swimming pools. Because why not? It is that time of year. Right. It might have been started, too, because there's a town in Spain that wants to start fining people 800 bucks for peeing in the ocean. Now, sure, peeing in a pool, peeing in a lake, peeing anywhere, it's gross. But there's a lot more insanity going into our oceans. That's <laughs> Then, then, then I, I'll give somebody a pass on peeing in the ocean. Swim, swimming past the water bottles and debris. Yeah, yeah. And the junk that's coming out of these massive. And it's a pretty ships. big pool too. Mm, yeah, it's very big, and the water's always moving. Right. But this is shocking to me, and shows how truly pig-like we are. Just under half, so half, just under half of the people say you should just go to the restroom and avoid peeing in the ocean or pool, like. Avoid, you just shouldn't pee in somebody's pool. And right. under half, it's only half think you should. And just over half say it's okay to pee in the ocean, but not in a pool. A few of people say they think it's fine to pee in both. And uh, like a very small amount, a couple of crazy people say peeing in a pool is okay. No. <laughs> no. Now, no. I... Uh, I had always thought there was the the dye that would happen. It's an urban, it's a wives' tale, an urban legend. Really? Yeah, I think somebody came up with it, and it was brilliant to scare kids. Like, is there is a is is there a dye such sort of thing that you could put in? I don't believe there is. I've asked. I oh swear. yeah. Well, years ago, I got you know what? I should call Michelle at Colonial Pools and ask her because I think I asked a pool guy years ago, and he said no, there's no such thing. Right. But uh, it was a good little you know, thing to scare kids. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's just nasty, and uh, urine messes with the pool's chemistry, so you end up, uh, the chlorine ends up being used up to uh, fight the urine, and then that's needed to kill bacteria, and it alters the pool's pH, which can throw off chemical balance and all of that, so. And, and it's just plain gross. Oh, yeah. I, I know in the, in the public pool days, they called it a fouling. But you'd never know if they were peeing. If there was a fouling, it's because there was a turd sitting in the middle of the pool. Somewhere. Yeah. But, yeah. And you're right. I don't think there was any dye that went off. It was just someone would notice it behind them at some point, floating around and say, uh-oh. The classic moment in Caddyshack. <laughs> Bill Murray pulls it out. It's an old Henry bar, so he eats it. Everybody out of the pool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I am grateful, so grateful that my boys are now past the age of having to go to public swimming pools for lessons because there is nothing grosser in the world than mm. the change rooms at public uh, pools. Yeah, that smell. The smell, the look, there's always puddles of water and somebody's leftover underwear or one sock sitting in it. <laughs> and children have no clue. They just go stomping around in there. I remember trying to, like, hold them up in the air and change them so they wouldn't touch anything. Right. Yeah, And if anybody actually believes anybody's taking a shower in one of those things before getting in the pool, <laughs> you're out of your minds. That was a complete waste of money. Oh, it's just so, so gross. Like, I would literally be dry heaving. Right. Standing yeah. in those things. Oh, and it, it was it was like dealing with a hazmat situation. Yeah. Really. yeah. Because, yeah, do not touch the floor. Don't step on the floor. Oh, God. Mm. So gross. I said it many times. I'll say it again. If I was walking on fire beside a public pool, <laughs> I wouldn't jump in. Rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.